Hey there, welcome to this quick little intro on my brand new podcast, Christian Mom Uncensored. My name is Brittany and I'm a mama to an almost two-year-old little girl and I'm expecting another little one on the way. So I thought it'd be a great idea to share my messiness and all of the things that come with motherhood. I'm talking about the pile of laundry I'm staring at. I'm talking about how your marriage changes, your body changes, your friendships change, and your whole world kind of gets flipped upside down when you have a little one, for sure. So I thought it'd be great to um, dive into God's word and also share some funny little things that happen in life. Like, you know, when your kid has a blowout in the middle of the grocery store and you're not prepared, you're in the checkout line. Do you just just leave or I mean I would just hold my kid and let the the poop get all over me and get home and honestly I get my groceries delivered hashtag millennial but I think that we can all relate to the, the messiness that comes with motherhood it's a whole new territory and it's confusing and it can be scary and you can lose yourself in motherhood so my podcast is all about that stuff the messiness, the gunk, the hard the hard things, and, and the challenges of being a mama. So together, we will embark on this journey of raising these little ones to love God, love themselves, love each other, but also to, to we're going to talk about the real struggles of motherhood, how I, after baby number one, I, I got pregnant with baby number two, and I wasn't satisfied with my post-baby bod. Or the fact that I can't get on top of laundry no matter how hard, how hard I try. And I have one. I have one. I'm going to have two. What am I going to do, y'all? So join me on this journey. Christian Mom Uncensored. That's right. I'm a Christian. I love God. But sometimes I struggle. And I want to talk about that struggle with you all. So join me. I keep it real. As I say sometimes, I'm a Christian. But I may curse a little sometimes. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. Okay, great. See ya then. I'm a mama, and like most mamas, I have a ton of questions. Like, why are newborn's hands so linty? And is her poop normal? And am I doing this right? As a mom, We have Googled and Googled and asked questions in our Facebook mom groups, but sometimes we still can't find the answers, especially when it comes to the life stuff, like should I be a stay-at-home mom or should I be a working mom? How do I make sure my marriage doesn't fall apart? How do I schedule time for date night? Questions, questions, and more questions. Well, luckily, this podcast is going to dive into all of the questions that come with motherhood. I'm talking about the nitty-gritty, raw and real, down and dirty mom life. Yep, and we're going to do it from a faith-based perspective. I'm a Christian, I'm a mom, and my faith is so important to me. It's what's gotten me through my darkest days. But sometimes you feel like you don't have the answer, and sometimes we ask God why. So we'll dive into all of that in this podcast. Sit back, relax, maybe grab a glass of wine, grab a glass of lactation tea, grab a glass of water. Take five minutes from yourself and just dive into this podcast, chat with me as we discover all the things that come with motherhood. This is Christian Mom Uncensored.
either mamas, soon-to-be mamas, wannabe mamas, or just fellow lady friends. Welcome to Christian Mom Uncensored episode one. I am so excited for everyone who's tuned in, even if it's just like five people. So here we are, a podcast. Um, This is so weird. I have a podcast with a friend, and it's so easy to kind of like bounce back and forth, but I haven't podcasted alone, but it's fine. I got this totally. So here we are talking about mom stuff, the real raw down dirty mom stuff. And today I want to talk about the things I struggle with as a mom. If you're new to my life, as in you're not one of my friends just listening to my podcast, you probably, and even if you are, you might not know all the things that I or other moms kind of struggle with. It can be hard out here in these mommy streets in my little SUV that I haven't bought yet, but will shortly. Okay, that wasn't cute. I'm not a rapper, but here we go. Like I said, I want to talk a little bit about some of the things I struggle with. Because this is episode one, I'm going to give you like a mini background on me. Oh no, my voice. It's okay. I like when it's raspy. So hopefully you guys don't mind it. Maybe I should take a sip of water. Of course. Episode one with the raspy voice. Cool. Okay. So I am a mama too, which you probably know because I said it in that little weird intro thing I did. Um, well, one, the other one's not born yet, but still a mom to baby bean. I've been calling him or her baby bean because I don't know what he or she is yet. Um, but shortly we'll all find out. So that's exciting. Okay. So I'm married. I have been married for almost three years to my husband. We've been together for eight years total. I am 27 years old and currently working. Um, but I'm hoping to make the switch to be a stay at home mom once baby number two is born. Yep. I just made that announcement. Some people in my life don't know that I'm not necessarily, I'm considering not going back to work. Yep, there's the bombshell, episode one. So um, right now, my husband and I are on lockdown like everyone else's because of COVID-19, and it has been stressful. I don't really want to talk about all of that. You can get that information from some other podcasts and definitely from the news. But um, aside from the, the struggles of being locked down with your husband and toddler, I have some mom struggles, and some of the things I really struggle with as a mom, I think you can relate to. So when you get pregnant for the very first time, there's a ton of things you're excited for. Of course, there's things you're worried about. I was worried about, well, can I care for this kid? As in, do I know what I'm doing? I know I use Facebook mom groups, asked a ton of questions. I asked my Facebook mom group if I was in labor when I was in labor, and they were like, uh, yeah, so... Facebook mom groups are great, and you can actually join mine. Um, the info and the link will be down below under the podcast description, so feel free to join. We definitely do like some fun mom stuff, share recipes, um, just like post about whatever mom stuff is going on, and sometimes people have serious questions, and we can all get together and answer that, so let me just plug that for any moms who are looking to connect with other moms. Or even just want to chat with me on a deeper level. If you have like spiritual questions or mom questions or marriage questions, I'm not licensed to help anybody, but I'll do my best. So when I became a mom, my biggest concern obviously was like, is my kid healthy, happy, and safe? 
Um, there's questions like, do I co-sleep? Do I not? Do I crib train or sleep train or do I not? Do I breastfeed and do I bottle feed? And as you listen to me, you'll hear that I'm sort of like a crunchy mom. Okay. What is a crunchy mom for you guys that don't know? And I'll do a different episode on this. There's this whole weird world of mom vocab. And there's this difference. The way they categorize moms is really weird. They call them crunchy moms or silky moms. So crunchy moms are usually moms who had like an all natural um, childbirth, which means like no pain medication. I did not. So I'm not crunchy in that aspect, but hoping for number two, I'll let you know. Um, They usually breastfeed, um, baby wear, co-sleep. Um, do baby led weaning. And then silky moms usually are more fans of like the cry it out method. They might formula feed. Um, definitely not co-sleeping, but having their kids sleep in a bassinet or crib their whole lives and then well, not their whole lives, you know, when they're babies. And so that's kind of the difference. I definitely have used some crunchy elements in my life. I mean, some silky elements in my life, but I'm more of like a crunchy mom. Like I breastfed. Um, I had to supplement with formula a little bit which is no shame in that game and but I co-slept and all this other stuff. But we'll get into all the mom topics in episode two when we talk about mom shamers, mom vocabs, and like navigating the world of online mominess. So um, things I didn't think I would struggle, things I knew I would struggle with was would be like lack of sleep because I've always been somebody who needs her sleep, and when you have a newborn, that's not really a thing, but I got through it. Um, there's things I didn't necessarily think about that I was going to struggle with as a mom. When Before I had my, my daughter, I thought I wanted to, um, well, I was going to give birth, and then I would go back to work, and she would have a nanny. I had, um, I was a nanny for a couple years, and I loved being a nanny, and the people who who I worked for really loved me. I really became a part of the family and I, I saw how it worked and I was like, wow, there's this mom. She's able to go to work and make good money for her family. Her kids are, you know, happy and learning. Cause I did like learning activities with older kids and, you know, age appropriate development stuff with whatever age kid I was watching. And when they got home, their babies just loved them. Um, but the babies also loved me. Like they were happy to see me in the morning. So the moms didn't have to feel too guilty about leaving them knowing that like you know my kid's going to be happy with their caretaker and so um I figured because I was a nanny I figured that's the lifestyle I would have I you know after I became a nanny got my big girl job my big girl like corporate kind of job and figured like that's what I would want And that it would be great because I was a nanny. I knew that, you know, your kid will always prefer you, even if during the day they have a different caretaker. And that's all true for all the mamas who are going back to work and like nervous about that or want to go back to work and are worried about that. Like however you decide to um, have your child be cared for during the day, like you're always going to be mom. So Even if you're gone like eight hours, nine hours a day, get your job done. Your kid is always going to prefer you because you're their mama. You carried them. And even if you didn't carry them, you're you're bonded with them. And they know like you are their mom. So um, I definitely thought that was going to be my life plan. 
and then it happened and I kind of had to go back to work just like the way circumstances were for my family and it devastated me and um I'm gonna tell you I cried so many I don't want to cry now on episode one I'm an emotional person and I'm pregnant so that's gonna amp it up but um I cried so much when I had to leave my baby which is normal you're gonna cry it's a transition for everyone um but I knew I didn't this like wasn't for me like the work and mom thing um or at least the work outside of the home thing I don't mind I do like some weird freelance kind of stuff like social media and some other things um from home and that's more my style like I could definitely do something to provide for my family from home but leaving my my baby was really hard and I honestly regretted that. Um, I also, on the flip side, I had a friend who didn't. So I'm going to talk a little bit more about that process and this kind of bonus episode I put out um, that I recorded right after Easter that talks about that journey. But since then, I'll say something I've struggled with is mom guilt. And I think we all feel mom guilt at some time. Whether it's your new mom and you have to put your baby in the bassinet or in like a bouncy seat while you hop in the shower and for those 10 minutes and that baby might cry or not, you feel so guilty, but you need to shower like it's been days. Or maybe you're going out for your first girl's night out after having a baby. Let me tell you, it was hard for me to trust my husband with our child. Not that I didn't like think he could handle her, but... I didn't think he could handle her. And so, and while I was out, I was definitely like constantly worried. I was still breastfeeding. So I was like, well, I got to get, I mean, I had pumped and everything. Like she was good for the night, but I was like, well, I need to get home because like these boobs are going to fill up and it's going to be super uncomfortable. And, but as um, Mia got older and, you know, stopped breastfeeding as much, like not not necessarily like she was eating real food and it was more like just at night just at nap time like occasionally during the day it got easier to go out with friends and have fun and mentally it was hard it was hard for me but it got easier because she had time with her dad and her dad um didn't get home till seven o'clock every night during the week so it was like I knew he needed that time but I still struggle with mom guilt Um, whether it's like, I need to go get my hair done. And uh, as a black girl, you know, it could take five hours, it could take like a minute. So like leaving your kid for that, or um, just all the time, like being locked in the house right now, I feel guilty, like, well, she can't see her grandparents. And she can't see, like, her babysitter. And I want to make sure she's having fun during the day, but I have to work. So I'm on the computer working and, you know, I feel guilty about that. And mom guilt is something we all struggle with. Like whatever the reason you feel guilty about, it's normal and you have to give yourself a break. And I learned this because like I noticed when I do have time for myself, whether it's a bath and my husband's watching my daughter or I do get to go get my hair done or um, get to go hang out with a friend for a couple hours after bedtime or like before bedtime like happy hour, like it rejuvenates you and it gives you a break to not be a mom for, I mean, you're always a mom, but just to not have that mommy pressure on you and to just be yourself. So I've always struggled with mom guilt. Something I've been struggling with now is time management. 
I have always been pretty good at time management. You know, when you get to college and you become an adult, you have to start being in charge of your own schedule. I was really good at that. I am somebody who has planners. I'm somebody who is like kind of a type A person. But all of a sudden, when you have a baby, like that whole schedule thing and that whole time management thing goes out the window. And I can feed myself and feed my kid and make sure we're clean every single day. I can do that. And honestly, when you have a newborn, that's all you need to to matter. You need to think, is the baby alive? Yes. Am I doing okay? Yes. Did we eat today? Did we eat enough? Yes. And then that's all you need to worry about when you have a newborn. But as a mom of an almost two-year-old, this is a whole different ballgame. I'm going to work. I want to exercise because post-baby bod, you know, want to get snapped back. But now that I'm pregnant, that's not really a thing in my life anymore. But you know what I mean. And then um, time for my relationship. Time to be just a couple and not mom and dad. I struggle with that. And luckily, I live with, not with, I live 10 minutes from my mom and 15 minutes from my grandmother. So when I really need time, and my husband and I have done this, where we have dropped off Mia and have taken a bubble bath or shower and then like watched our favorite show and ordered in food. And it is one of my favorite date night things to do because you get to like still be comfy and be inside your house. Um, for sure, it's important to still like get out and actually go to restaurants and get dressed up and feel pretty. But sometimes you just need like a mental break and you don't want to do all that. You just want to watch a, a grown up TV show. So I've struggled with time management. I'm staring at a pile of laundry. I'm recording this podcast. I'm simultaneously trying to do some work <laughs> and it can be hard. It can be a lot. And moms, we do a lot. We don't get enough credit for how much we do and how much we're able to do at, like, one time. Um, okay, so then the next thing I really struggle with is being put together. So when you are a working mom, because I have a friend who, who works, she's a nanny, so that's a little bit different because I was a nanny, and I didn't have to, like, dress up to be a nanny. Like, I went in leggings to my nanny job because I was going to be the kid all day. And we were going to go to the park or the zoo or um, story time, like whatever we were going to do. But I didn't have to be like dressed up. When you're a working mom, you kind of have to be somewhat put together, right? Like your, your hair should probably be done. Um, and your outfit shouldn't be like wrinkled. And I have a hard time with that. I look at other moms that work. And I know mommy comparison is the worst thing, but let's be honest, it's real. You look at other moms who seem like they have it all together. Their car is clean. There's no fries or goldfish or pretzels or Cheerios inside their car. Like, it's absolutely perfect. And if you're one of those moms, I commend you. But I'm not. I'm one of the messy moms. I'm one of the moms that is, like, almost late, even though I plan to be there early. And in my real life, I'm a type A planner. So how am I possibly late? And I just struggle with being put together. And one of my very, actually not my, my best mom friend, everyone knows who she is, always says, you're so put together. And that's the best compliment because I'm not. Like I will put on a t-shirt and blazer and be like, I'm dressed up. All right. 
Like, this is cute. This is how I'm rocking it to work today because I can't. Luckily, my office does not have a dress code and people dress a lot crazier than I do. Let me tell you. Um, But I struggle with, like, being put together. And, like, when you're out shopping in the world, you, as a mom, like, you want to be, like, aware of your surroundings because, like, let's be honest, the world's a scary place. And I am. I'm like, okay, are there any cars next to me? No. I'm going to park close to the store and away from other cars. I want to make sure no one's going to block me in. I want to make sure the car that I'm about to get into is, like, not a van. It's not, I'm, like, you know, do the checks. Make sure you're safe. No one's going to, like, snatch you or do anything dangerous, right? But I feel like I'm always kind of just, like, stumbling. And it's because I'm... I'm a pretty good dancer, but I'm naturally clumsy. Like, my husband will be like, you're such a klutz sometimes. But, like, I'm not always. And because I'm a little bit clumsy, I just end up being a hot mess. So I struggle being put together. Um, And I've been trying. Let me tell you another reason why I struggle being put together. Because after you have a baby, your body's different. And you get into this weird stage. So after you have your baby at first, you might still be wearing your maternity clothes. And that doesn't mean, like, for me, if you're, like, most, like, most moms will have, like, a mix of maternity clothes, like, these were for short maternity pants, these were pants, like, sweatpants or leggings that, like, could still fit me, just couldn't fit over my belly, and, like, I bought, like, a larger t-shirt than normal, and, like, that worked. So, after baby, you probably wear a lot of that, and then as your body kind of starts to go back down to normal you maybe or maybe not start to fit in your old clothes and that was like a fun moment for me when I started to fit into my old clothes but then you might also be in a place where not all of your old clothes fits and even if it does it doesn't look the way it looked before I don't know if you guys can relate to that so like I was in positions where I could fit my old pants and I could fit like my old tops fine well, some of them, because, like, your boobies grow, and, like, they're just going to always be bigger, at least in my experience, um, so, like, yeah, not, not everything will fit, or, like, button, but you, you get to a place where, like, your clothes just kind of look wonky, because your body is different, like, your hips are wider, you might still have a little baby pooch, which, you know, it takes a while to get rid of, so, like, maybe your jeans in that shirt don't look cute anymore. Maybe you need some high-waisted jeans or, like, mom jeans. And so you get to, like, this weird place where your intention is to lose weight. Or maybe you're not. But at least for me, my intention was to lose weight. And I could fit some of my old clothes, but I didn't like the way they looked on me. But I didn't want to buy a whole new wardrobe. Okay, if that's a lie, I always want a whole a whole new wardrobe, but I was trying to be, like, practical about it, where I didn't want to buy a whole new wardrobe of, like, clothes that fit me, like, a little, that were, like, a little looser, or, like, weird, like, you know, fit better if I was going to lose the weight. Anyway, so I went through this whole thing, and then, like, you have to come up with, like, your mommy wardrobe, and, like, just go with the flow. My, my process has been buy so that you can fit whatever you're wearing and um don't get rid of like if you know like I've already lost you know 15 pounds from the baby and I'm continuing to lose weight and exercise and I want to keep some of the things I wore before let me keep them but if you're like me I looked at my old clothes and was like these are college clothes like these are not 
mom appropriate clothes. Like, let me shop for adultness. So I struggled with all of that. And which made me struggle to be put together because everything fit wonky. And now I'm pregnant. So now it's extra weird because I'm um, approaching 13 weeks. But this is baby number two. So like showing earlier and all that. Okay. Oh, speaking of all that. So this kind of goes in being put together slash um, baby bod slash post baby bod. That's something I really struggled with. I had a friend who was really skinny. Like she, we had kids. She had her daughter a little bit before me, but she was really skinny. And I, I'm not like I'm four foot eleven, and I wouldn't say like I'm like a fat or heavier person, but I definitely had a whole new body after baby, and so I struggled with like looking at other moms who I felt were in better shape than me, and I didn't understand like what they were doing or how they had the time to exercise three days a week, get to work go to the park, and do all the mom things. Um, and let me tell you a secret. They're not doing everything, so you have to pick and choose your battles. I learned this because I was talking to my husband. I get up, when I have to drive into work, I get up around 4, 4.30 to get into work by 6. And the reason why I have to get up at 4, 4.30 is because I have to pack me his bag, which I could do at night, but I just end up never doing it at night. I have to pack me his bag, make sure my own stuff is packed, make coffee, get dressed, look semi put together, right, for this professional world that I live in, and then go to work. Um, and I do that so that I can get, my job is flexible, I can come in as early as six and get off as late as um, six. So I prefer to be there as early, like the latest, 6.15, 6.20, so that I'm off around 2.30, 2.45, and I'm definitely with my daughter by three o'clock. And from three to six, we're kind of out doing our own thing. Like we're at the park, we're at a play place. Um, and it's because I definitely want to be, I definitely want to have all the experiences with her. And I'm jealous that stay-at-home moms can do this whenever. So that's why I get up early and get my butt to work early. And I see other moms who come into work later, but they're like more put together. And Ethan's like, well, who's my husband? Um, he's like, well, maybe they went to the gym before they came into work. So maybe they dropped their kid off and went to the gym. Or before they go pick them up, they go to the gym. And you're not doing either of those things. You're just picking your kid up and going to the park. And so I definitely think, like, it depends on what's important to you as a mom. And for me, it was definitely, like, getting in as much time as possible because it eased my mom guilt. And this probably wasn't super healthy. Like, honestly, I probably could, like, a couple of days go into work a little bit later and go to the gym. But it just was whatever helped me get through the day. So if you are a mama and it seems like other mamas have it all together, maybe they have extra help, like a nanny. Maybe they have more time for themselves or their kid's a really good sleeper and maybe yours isn't. So you have rough nights and you need your like last minute, like you sleep till the last minute because you need it. And maybe they can get up 30 minutes earlier than you. So just know that no matter what, like you're doing the right thing for your family and for you. And your kids will not be babies forever. I realize that Mia is going to be turning two in July. And it's like really exciting because um, she's doing so many things on her own. Like we're doing pretty good 
well, okay, we're working on potty training, um, which means she sits on the potty and goes, but she doesn't tell me when she has to go, so then she still is in diapers, but she's definitely more independent. She can speak, so that's kind of exciting, as in she can tell me exactly what she wants when she wants it, or if she's upset, she'll tell me why she's upset if she's not, like, in a whole tantrum fit. And it definitely is easier now to to do things and to, like, leave her with her dad on a Saturday morning to run to the gym or to run to the hair salon. So it gets easier. But from your child, from birth until about two years old or, like, 15, 16 months old, you're in survival mode sometimes. And I think that you just have to give yourself props if your kid is happy, healthy, and thriving. Um... And if they're not thriving, like if they're struggling with speech or motor, fine motor skills, like that, you can, it's okay, mama, you got this. Um, right. So random side tangents about all of that. So then like one other thing I struggle with is for sure, um, like disciplining because she's two. And we're at the age, at least in my opinion, where we can be disciplining her. So I will tell her no. I will take things away from her. Um, but also I'm very, like, I'm like a fluid kind of free-flowing, crunchy mom like we talked about. So if I can tell, like, well, she hasn't slept and she's having a harder day, I'm going to go lighter. Like, I'm not going to be, if I tell her no, she can't have, you know, a bottle before dinner. I'm not being mean. You, you're just about to eat dinner. And if you have a bottle... And don't ask me why she's still asking for bottles. It's a work in progress. No mom shaming. Okay. <clears throat> but I do sometimes struggle because I am such a, a feeler. Um, Ethan is really good at getting her to say what she needs or to pick up things after she drops them. And I'm kind of like, oh, she dropped them. Let me grab them. And so I'm working on like giving her some responsibility of cleaning up after herself Um, but also not expecting too much because she's not even two. So, you know, if she spills her pretzels, we'll be like, put them back in the bowl and that kind of thing. So I definitely struggle with that. Um, yeah, I mean, besides that, I struggle with like normal moms. I struggle to drink a warm cup of coffee, constantly reheating it because I'm busy. I struggle to keep up and on top of household stuff. I don't know if I mentioned this, but that is actually one of my hardest things. During the work week, okay, because we're at home, everything's flipped upside down. I felt like when I was going to work, I had a structure. And even then I was struggling, but I had some sort of structure where, all right, I'm going to do laundry on Tuesday and Friday, and it's all going to go in the bin, but it's all going to be put away Saturday morning, right? And I'm going to sweep and mop on Monday and on Wednesday. And then that way it's clean in the middle of the week and it gets cleaned after the weekend and that kind of thing. But because we're always home and I have to work, it's been hard to, like, figure it all out. I am not going to lie. It's been hard to stay on top of things because my husband has to teach lessons and plan lesson plans. But on top of that, we have a two-year-old who, if you have toddlers, they can destroy your room super quickly. So, yeah, we're vacuuming every day and we're doing laundry and Some days the house looks cleaner than others, especially on the weekend because I don't have to work on the weekend. So it's like I have a little more freedom. But 
I'm honestly staring at a pile of laundry and knowing that I have to fold it and put it away sometime today so we can take baby announcement pictures. But the thing is, at the end of the day, do I feel like it? So I'm working on getting my house together. We're also in the process of looking to move into a house. And so we're trying to declutter. But those are like the things I struggle with as a mom. But I told you this was like a faith-based podcast, not just me ranting about my problems. So let me just leave you with like one little thing. And it is going to be Proverbs Proverbs 31, 29. Sometimes we feel like we are ill-equipped and we just are not good at being a mom. I don't know about you, but I have felt like that before. I have felt like, oh my gosh, I am not a good mom because I'm not home all the time, or I'm not a good mom because tonight we had Chick-fil-A for dinner, and I know that other working moms go home and cook, but we were at the park for three hours, and it was really nice out, so we got Chick-fil-A, and like sometimes you just feel like you're failing, like you can't do it all. And let me tell you, you can't. And you have to give yourself a break. Chick-fil-A is not going to kill your kid, okay? It's going to be fine if they have some chicken nuggets for dinner sometimes. Um, figuring out work, life, and home, mom, woman balance is hard. But Proverbs 39.21 says, There are many virtuous and capable women in the world, but you surpass them all. And what I think that means is that No, that doesn't mean you're the best mom in the world, but you probably are the best mom in the world for your kid. You surpass them all. I think that God chooses you to be your baby's mom. Like the child you have was meant for you. You were meant to be that baby's mama. And when I think about that, I feel like really, it feels, it makes me feel good. It makes me feel really special because I'm kind of, I'm not like a, a super strict I'm kind of a helicopter mom, but I'm also really emotional, right? So, like, I'm going to definitely always want to talk about your feelings. Tell me what you're feeling. Like, what is going through? What is? What are you going through right now? And then sometimes we have to get it together. But I realize kids are little tiny humans, which means that sometimes they have hard days. Sometimes they get stressed out. Sometimes they're just tired and need a break from from doing things and like so run them a bubble bath and let them relax I'm like that kind of mom and I I really feel like I was meant to raise my little girl and this next baby um so even if it feels like you feel like you're failing because your milk supply was low or you really struggled with breastfeeding and you heard breast is best breast is best and you're you're crying because well yeah breast might be best but I can't do it it's affecting my my well-being well your kid's gonna grow up to be fine they're not going to die or be obese or, you know, struggle because they had formula. Like, fed is best. And you doing the best you can is what's important. Because if you are happy, your baby will be happy. Have you ever noticed that when you're worn out or stressed out, you snap and you can't handle it? I've noticed that earlier this week. And I was just, like, stressed out about the house. I was stressed out about work. I had to go to this doctor's appointment. I was stressed about the coronavirus. and I was like, okay, Mia wants to play. I need to take a shower, which I did immediately after I got home. I need to do this laundry. And honestly, I was just so stressed that I found myself not having the patience to deal with toddler stuff. So I had to go take a nap. And after I took that nap, it was a two-hour nap with my child. But when we woke up, I felt good. I'm like, okay, I will 
handle this laundry. And whatever doesn't get done, doesn't get done. If Mia wants to play, I'll play. So just know that however you decide to parent and however you are parenting, whatever feels good to, for, to you is the right way to do it. And it's probably the right thing for your child. So good job, mamas. Thank you guys for tuning in to episode one, my lovely ladies, talking about all the things I struggle with as a mom. And hopefully you guys can relate to that. And hopefully you come back for the next episode where we talk a little bit about mom groups. And we're going to talk about like the mom lingos and things that like I didn't know when I became a mom, like this mom lingo, like crunchy and silky. And what is a SAHM and things like that. And like, so when you get into your mom groups and you see words like, just got home with my LL. You're like, my loved one, my, I don't know what that is. Like, I can kind of break it down for you. And we'll get into some more mom stuff. Thanks for joining. All right, mamas, let's go be the best moms we can live our messy mama lives. Bye. I love you. God loves you. Stay blessed. Stay safe. Stay well.